Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Turn it down. Nothing. Nothing in life is perfect. Turn it all the way down. <sighs> Don't talk to me. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Losers Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Presented as always by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Did we at least bet well tonight? We did. We bet well. We bet well. We bet. We bet. Okay. We Actually, bet okay. A little bit better than. I'll have to take a look. Um, Nuggets fall in OT in what was an exciting last 10 minutes or so of this game. Really? Seven minutes? Unbelievable. We're going to break all of that down for you, give our takes, and what we learned from this one about the Denver Nuggets. To help me do it, I got the fellas. Brennan, vote. Oh, that would have been a dope comeback. Alas, alas. Plenty to talk about, though. It's important to remember we do our jobs after wins and losses. We do do our jobs after wins and losses. Over here, I blame the flannel. It's D-line. I agree with you. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Like Jokic, I'll forgive you. Uh, then over there, they already, it, they already got it. Vote <laughs> this one. Uh, this one had the makings to be a very, very fun night. That would have been a way that you finish off a, a, another team season, and just came up short. So I found this out just now, but apparently, not only did the Nuggets not get the sweep against the Timberwolves, but this is the first time those Wolves in the seven-game series have not been swept. <laughs> <laughs> It was. Uh, they, they actually. Denver is actually having the worst playoff performance. You go ahead and cross. It was, it was a real. It was a real uh, movable force meets the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Denver failed to move a movable force. Uh, sadly mm. tonight. Let's go a fast break breakdown real quick so we can remember all the misery of this game. KCP got hurt on the very first play of the game on a no call, and I actually think that changed the complexion of the game because it was a really bad missed call. He gets hurt. Nuggets call a timeout immediately, and after that. Officials called everything. It was the tightest called game ever. At the be- to like the whole first half, it was just so ridiculous. Jokic gets two. Carl Anthony Towns gets two. Uh, Kyle Anderson gets two. It's just like, all right, we're doing this thing again. But Malone kept Jokic in. I think it was the right call. The uh, Nuggets starter still got outscored, and then the bench scored, st- uh, stormed back. The bench had a very good night once again. They uh, Wolves lead 23-22 after the first quarter. The bench defense to start that second quarter, that was some of the best basketball we've seen from the Nuggets in this playoffs. They just guarded extremely well, got out on the break, um, but they did foul. Wolves in the bonus with eight-plus minutes to go. Murray looked absolutely gassed in large portions of this game. It's one of my like top concerns, I would say. Of, of Not that I'm super concerned about anything at the moment with the Nuggets. I think it's pretty comfortable. But if you started to list the items, Murray just has been consistently tired. I feel. Uh, and the Wolves pulled ahead. Back and forth for most of the quarter. Jokic picked up a third on a charge uh, on Carl Anthony Towns. I thought it was a good call. Yoke l- lowered the shoulder. And then three on green. So guess who comes into the game? DeAndre Jordan. And... <laughs> 
played great. Yep. Unbelievable. DeAndre Jordan comes into the playoffs and plays well. Nuggets up 52-48. You get into the third quarter. Back-to-back three-pointers from Jokic builds a nine-point lead. Jokic came out gangbusters in that third quarter. They go up nine, and you think, here it is. Put them away. And I'm not kidding you guys. Denver proceeded to play their worst 15 minutes of basketball of the postseason immediately after that. Blow it immediately. Tied at 66. Anthony Edwards started taking over. And the Wolves, after being down nine halfway through the third quarter, build a six-point lead, 80-74. to 74. No urgency from Bruce and Jamal in the fourth quarter. Walking, I think they're just too tired, man. It's the one casualty, I think, of having this last month on is the Nuggets lost a little bit of conditioning. Just no urgency. Jokic had to come back in the fourth quarter with nine and a half minutes left, and the Nuggets fell behind by 12. They had a quick 6-0 run. You think, okay, here it goes. Then they fell by exactly every time they'd get a little momentum, they'd fall right back. Little momentum, fall right back. So they're back to 12. But then this is where it felt like it was over. We, I think you declared it over even on the live I show. I did. And then all of a sudden you get Jokic for three. Michael Porter Jr. for three, his first three of the game. Michael Porter Jr. for three again. Yep. And then Jokic hits a fadeaway right in Carl Anthony Towns' eye. They're down one. Seven seconds on the shot clock, 16 on the game clock. Jokic gets fouled and goes to the line. Misses one, makes one. Oh, God. Ties the game. Oh. And then KCP has an incredible strip on Anthony Edwards to end regulation. It's 96-96. Let's go to overtime. So Denver closed that in, what, two minutes? They down yeah. 12, closed the gap on a 12-0 run. Yeah. It was, uh, they, it was something like in a minute 28 they closed it felt like I would have bet my life on the Nuggets winning that game no after question. that comeback. And then they get up early. Jokic uh, charged a call, challenged. It gets overturned. And then here's where the wheels really came off. Because Denver had things going in the in the overtime to start. Then Conley banked in. Mike Conley banked in a oh three from the God. corner. Somehow, Come he pulled on, a Paul man. George, but the ball went in. Come Unbelievable. On, he, he missed that shot in to such a bad degree, it was the only way it could have gone in. And then Nikhil Alexander-Walker hit a three. Then he hit another three. They had, I think they had made two threes in the second, third and fourth quarter, and then they get four in overtime somehow. Two of them from Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Uh, Aaron Gordon got fouled, challenged, overturned. Then Aaron Gordon got a charging foul. So he actually got two, one non-call overturned and then a charge. Jokic missed two bunnies in the, in the clutch. It was so sad. Then they got a 6-0 run. So again, they fall behind by 10. Then they get a, or a, a, by 7. They get a 6-0 run in overtime. You think, here they go again. But with the game on the line, down one, Aaron Gordon switched oh. out onto Anthony Edwards. <laughs> Just, you're down one. If they get a two, you're down three. You got a timeout. You got a chance. Everything's a chance. Instead, he bites on what I thought was the most. I was saying on the live show, yep, just don't bite on the fake. Don't, don't, get, don't give up the three. He bites on it so hard that Anthony <coughs> Edwards gets a tough step back, but a wide open one, and he drains it because he's a hell of a player. And then Jokic misses a three at the end. Jokic probably should have gotten called for an offensive foul, but the game was over at that point anyway. That's the details. Let's start with our big takeaway. Dev, I always go to you first. Uh, my biggest takeaway in this one was I understand that Michael Porter Jr. did not have a great game uh, whatsoever. Um, started off not great at all, but he did get Denver to go into overtime. You would expect for the guy that got him there to be able to take them home. I don't think he touched the ball in yeah, overtime. I think you're right. Um, after knocking down two three-pointers at the clutchest time of the game to get him to that point, he has to have the ball, or at least he has to be a part of the offense it was it was robbery not seeing him be able to, to get a shot in overtime, and it led to their demise. Yeah, for me, my big takeaway in this is that um, 
it's really hard to sweep a team in the NBA. I'm not overly surprised that the Nuggets weren't able to get it done tonight. We really saw a lot of desperation out of the Wolves. I loved what we saw out of the Denver Nuggets, the resolve coming down the stretch. Um, but there were mo- there just was a lot of taking their foot off the gas in this game. A lot of like what we saw uh, sort of in the games leading up to the to playoff starting. Um, you know, the, the Nuggets, again, for whatever reason, need to feel like there's something at stake. Otherwise, they don't intentionally, you know, uh, yeah. not bring it, but they just they have moments where they lapse. So um, I love certain things I saw out of the Nuggets, but overall it's just like, you know, to me I'm like, okay. okay. Like, I mean, of course, I think the broad, like, ten, you know, big picture take of this game is like, yeah, how can you be mad? Yeah. You know what? It happens. But there are little things that just bother you. Let me ask you this, D-Line. Do you think the Nuggets in the Jokic era will ever get a sweep? Um, yes, I do. I mean, this should have been a sweep. You know, I, I don't think they're going to be a worse team next year. You know, so. I mean, I'm just maybe saying you're, what you're for... saying here is it's hard to match desperation. But can you bring the energy? And I thought Denver's energy in this game was so clearly worse than it was in the first three. Yeah. And again, some of this is understandable, but that's why I say, will the Nuggets ever sweep? I just feel like... I mean, they were they were a shot away from sweeping. They were yeah. one Jokic free throw away, away from sweeping. So, you know... That, that, they also had a 12-0 run in a minute 30 or something. But, I mean, that's what they're capable of. Right. You know, like, that was surprising, but it wasn't that surprising that they were able to do that. Do you think we'll ever, we'll ever get a sweep? Yeah, it's possible. Sure. I, I mean, mean of course they, it's possible. No, right. It's definitely so, possible. Well, then, yes. I don't know, okay. man. Maybe they don't, Adam. But I thought uh, it's a bummer not to get one here. I think there's a, a line in the sand, and we're very close to the line. Not us, just everyone, where you start overreacting. It's 3-1. That what the Wolves, to me, there's n- like there's n- almost nothing of consequence from this game like long term. Yeah, no, totally. And some of it, I know we focus on the Nugget stuff as we should, because as the one seed, if you take care of business, you should sweep. There's some of it tonight. You can tip your hat. Nikhil oh. Alexander Walker hit some big shots. It was incredible. Uh, I think if you're Denver, you live with those Walker shots. I think you live with the Conley three. Yeah. So it's you have to tip your hat on some of it. I refuse you know? to tip my hat to Mike Conley. Yeah, you actually shot. don't have to do that. Uh, <laughs> but Nikhil, you do though. I mean, those are pressure those cooker shots. shots. I and mean, he did not hesitate, man. If that's like Christian Brown hitting yeah. two clutch Huge. overtime threes, you know. Huge. So I mean, look, Denver. I'll save it for my big takeaway. Yeah, here, go for it. <laughs> I obviously agree with Dev. That was going to be my takeaway. Porter yeah, yeah, I getting, can't believe you took Michael Porter, Porter from, from vote. I no, can't I'm, believe I you love did it. that. I love that you led with it because it's the right first takeaway. Sorry. Uh. Uh, so I'll, I'll go elsewhere. Obviously, I agree with that. I just didn't think it was Nuggets basketball from the jump yeah, tonight. Is, and, yeah. you know, you look at Jokic's big stat line. Well, it's great that Jokic played well. But I actually thought that might have been a symptom more than a feature. Mm. And Jokic had to play that way tonight because... The offense was clunky. Porter was really bad for three quarters. Jamal hit some shots in the beginning. And then I just thought sometimes with Jamal, it's a slog, man. It's like he's playing in in sand, you know? And I just thought this was one of those nights. Uh, The offense was more of a problem than the defense. And I thought from the jump, they just weren't playing Nuggets basketball. The ball wasn't popping. Even the 12-0 run was a little bit of heroics. So for game five, the number one thing I'd like to see is just them play their brand of basketball in quarter one. So you're, to your point about the offense, 108 offensive rating tonight, 115.2 defensive rating. That was a, And that's all overtime, by the way. They gave up 18 points in overtime. I know, I know. They actually had a very good defensive rating until overtime. Um, but 108 on offense is very – it's rare territory for Denver. They don't get – 
That 108 offensive rating would be considered shut down for the Nuggets, who average like a 118 offensive rating. So, unfortunately, I, I think vote. I think to me, of all of these points, yours the one I I think I tend to agree with the most. They're all true, but this is the one to me that's the bigger deal. And my big takeaway kind of connects to that, which is I do think that I don't know if this stuff matters. I really don't. Rhythm. We talked about the Nuggets not playing well for the last month of the season. Does it matter? Is it going to matter? They come out, get up 3-0. Clearly it didn't. I keep thinking about the Nuggets in all of these games as preparation for what's to come. This is the easy one, but they get harder from here. And how... I just don't understand why it's so hard for Denver to play their style of basketball where it looks so effortless sometimes where they get into the rhythm and Murray and Jokic pick and roll this or that. And then you have games like tonight where you're like, oh, we, do, we can't do our thing. We, we can't get into that. We're not getting the ball popping. We're not getting those pick and rolls. I do tip my hat. I think the guy that Anthony Edwards really impresses me in the series, but Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Murray had that incredible game too, 40-point performance, but Nikhil Alexander-Walker has really bothered him. Yeah. He makes him work, and I think some of this fatigue from him is – probably just like the shape he's in and, and he'll be in better shape every game that goes by. But I think part of it is Nikhil Alexander-Walker makes everything hard on him and I just thought tonight he had cement blocks on his feet yeah. because of it. Yeah, no, tonight was absolutely a missed opportunity by the Denver Nuggets. Um, it in hopefully won't matter in any way, shape, or form. And uh, the thing that, that I just sort of always go back to like in looking at an effort like this is that <clears throat> I it's hard to imagine them having another game in the playoffs that had this little consequence so attached true. to it, you know, and it's that for whatever reason, we, we have to return to this point over and over and over again. It's how these Denver nuggets are wired. Yeah. They, they, they rise to the occasion. No team is perfect. This is definitely one of their Achilles heels. Yeah. This is, you know, we've seen um, just again, for perspective purposes, like we've seen the bucks lose games. We've seen the Celtics lose games. Um, these are the best teams in the NBA that are left. And we saw this uh, Minnesota Timberwolves really push the Lakers to their absolute limit. They looked really good in the play-in tournament, obviously against much inferior competition. But they're not total slouches. You know, it, it, It's not the worst thing in the world to say that they didn't sweep this team. Right. Um, I think the other takeaway I would have that's kind of big for me is I just, I'm still uneasy. I mean, Denver's defense, I thought, in aggregate was not bad tonight. But most of that, to me, is that second unit. I'm still concerned about Jokic's... He just has to try so hard on defense to be effective. And in the clutch tonight, it wasn't just the shot making. It was also the defense. They got stops. They didn't. The Wolves didn't score. And that's because all of them turned it up. But Jokic in particular, the guy that's most vulnerable to these pick and rolls, he turned it up. But my worry is one of the reasons Denver probably takes their foot off the gas so often, it's one of their trade is it's just so hard not to. Yeah. They have to be sprinting in order to be able to play effective defense. And that scares me because the next round, should they advance or the Nuggets advance, which I think they will, the next round, I don't think they win a game unless they play 100% on defense. Yeah, Do they have seven games of that? I don't think so. And also, that's what I, I think that's what I hated most about this game is it looked like Minnesota found something in the Jokic pick and roll that they did not, you know, see earlier on. And the next round, they're going to go after that, especially if it's Phoenix. They are going to go after that single, you know, thing. And, and Denver showed that they're not willing to adjust or, or make the adjustment that's going to be early. Um, and also, Minnesota has a rinse-repeat um, type of system that they can just continue to do. And we started seeing that. And they got success, especially with um, Anthony Edwards. They started to get, you know, Rudy Gobert easy baskets at the rim. Um, so Denver does have to, you know, step it up a notch, but also show that they can adjust to 
what Minnesota just did. They do play on uh, Tuesday, as does the Phoenix Suns. So both teams, in fact, this is another, there's like, here's the thing. This game is doesn't matter in the big stuff, but all the little stuff, you know, like there's all these little things like Denver getting their first ever sweep and yeah, all dude. of that stuff. And one of those is Denver's next game is on NBA TV. And it just sucks. They've yeah. been on the big stage for every game, yeah, and yeah, yeah. we get our first NBA TV game coming up as maybe, the Suns. And maybe Clippers that's what play. the Nuggets need to just put. They it needed, away. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna play their best. Pull the curtain game. back. Oh, yeah, the Nuggets probably came forty five. assists. NBA TV is yeah. gonna be their best. They're gonna look the best, and no one will see it. Uh, well, listen, uh, you're not bothered by these little things. Can we vent? Yes, please. You're so worried about the like, don't overreact. No, I don't think there's an overreaction. No, no, no. But I can vent a little. Oh, Let's please. Uh, I, I, uh, my entire personality is built on venting about sports. <laughs> That's I, true. Yeah. I, I, I would never judge any of you for uh, for ju- for getting it out. I just, I just think um, that the Nuggets are like. It's almost good to me that they don't get so much time to rest. Like I just think about with the Rockies when the Rockies swept, 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 and then they you get that thing when you're rusty. I mean, they're, they're that still was at the have, very end. They're yeah. still going to have a lot of time to That's rest. That's so true. It, the just, rest is not going to be a problem. No, it's not going to be a problem. It's like we just wanted it, and also I think we wanted the rest more than anything. <laughs> <It's> so true. <laughs> I wanted to see my wife and kids. Well, once, like, you know, yeah. tell them to play for the Nuggets then. Dev, you have any other grievances? <laughs> you know, the first segment of a losers lounge, we got to get all our negative energy. Energy out. So, do you have any grievances you'd like to air? Absolutely, but I think we're going to be able to get to it when we go to <laughs> when we break down specific players. I think that's when it will come. All right. Do you have any non-player specific grievances you'd like to air out? Nuggets and five. Is that a thing? Is no, that a count? That's not a grievance. Oh, we'll come no. back to it. Player related? No, I'm saying not player related. Just anything you want to get off your chest before we uh, try to move on and be a little more rosy. No, I'm good, man. All right. I'm Let's t- take our first break. <laughs> I guess we're too unbothered. I don't have that many grievances. I, well, really don't. Uh, I really don't. I would say I, I am bothered because I hate to watch the Nuggets lose, but I also have been. I'm built for this, man. You're built for it? You know what I mean? Like, we're I built for losing. We can, yes. Uh, <laughs> we. If you're telling me, like, Oh no, the Nuggets are down up three uh, one. Like, I mean, we, we've we've seen the shit, man. We've seen what it looks like to be down one three. We uh, we know what this is like. Let's so, do it. Let's do it. Up, let's do it in reverse then, rather than a grievance. A uh, little optimism. Oh. Another home game. Another playoff home game. Oh yeah, dude. Close it out in front of the home crowd. You've been arguably the best team at home all season long. Technically, Memphis passed them, but who are we kidding? Yeah, and then they uh, lost at home. So yeah, it should be a pro. In some sense, it's very appropriate for Denver to close it out in front of the home crowd. Yeah, man. Get the ball popping in front of the home crowd. Feel that energy. Maybe. I do want to see how Denver comes out in that game. Like I, I hope Denver approaches it like a game seven. Yeah, you man. know what I mean. Like yeah. no, no, no. Let's not let this go past five. Whatever you totally. Say. Yes, yes, totally. yes. All right, there you go. All right. On the other side, let's break down some of these players, including Nikola Jokic, whose game I think is very hard to grade. That's, can you guys help me? Can you talk <laughs> it out on the Dude, show? Dude, this is the wildest thing. Like, Jokic has some of his best scoring performances and losses. I know. That's, gonna, usually, those, that's usually that's usually. I know. It's for a that, very yeah. clear indicator. I know. I'm so sure I'm going to get that grade wrong tonight. Anyway, here are the reads, which I have ready to go. Oh, you know what's what dope about Illegal Pete's? So many things. I like queso. That's real good. They got yep. it by the truckload. Uh, they, they can serve you burritos. They can serve you bowls. They can serve you taquitos. And they can serve it all in a really lovely atmosphere that's just a good place to bring your buddies. Because the Hell only yeah. thing that goes better with burritos... Uh, then, then like a nice alcohol beverage is buddies. Yeah, you can get all three at Pete's. You can even have them come cater your graduation party. 
You throw probably, a party to remember. Probably not with margaritas. Yeah, it's it's not margaritas. Yeah. And just to be clear, you probably have to bring your own buddies. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is true. It's not likely they'll just yeah, be yeah. there. They might be. It's not like the bar. You're not supposed to approach strangers. <laughs> bring your own friends or bring Illegal Pete's to your graduation party. Check out catering.illegalpete's.com. That's catering.illegalpete's.com. Throw a party to remember. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. No more of that casserole. Get that Illegal Pete's at your party. Let's go. And Game Time is America's hottest new ticketing app. It put a lot of Nuggets fans in the arena, in ball arena for games one and two. It can help put you in ball arena for game five when hopefully close the Nuggets close this thing out. Hey, some folks realize they're not going to make it to the game. They want to sell their tickets. They're looking for a last second place to do it. Maybe you're one of the folks that realizes the last second you want to go to the game. Game Time brings those two parties together. You get the best seats at the best prices. Uh... I actually have seen some Rockies games for some really cheap prices. Yeah. But that's a that's a harder harder sell, I think. You want to see the Nuggets in Game Five? <laughs> Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code DNVR for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Again, create an account, use code DNVR for twenty dollars off Game Time. Join the millions that are getting the best prices to their favorite events. I just made that up. That was pretty good. That was good, dude. Yeah, that was really good. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday night, seven o'clock Nuggets uh, Game Five. Obviously, let's get into the breakdown here and let's start with Yoke. Um, First note I have here, when we did like genie requests in the pregame show, very yeah. fun segment where we the had funnest. A, a, a genie, an actual genie <laughs> um, that was just super producer kale. I was thinking about, I wanted a triple double, you know, cause, so Yoke would get the average, but I was looking at the points. He's only averaging 20 coming into the game. And I thought if he got 40, he would get up to averaging 25 points per game. And then he would be right at his season average. But I didn't ask for it because I thought it was too absurd. Yoke goes for 43 points tonight. So guess what? He's averaging over 25 <laughs> points per game. His numbers back up above his uh, season averages, which is hilarious. Dev, what do we do? What do we make of this tonight with Yoke? How do we grade him? Honestly, I think this is the hardest game of the season to like gauge like if it was a good game or a bad game. Like while he was on the court, which never ever happens, Denver was worse. Yeah. That, that is just as off, and it's just a lot different. And I think it was the fact that he did have to be aggressive. I did like the fact that he was aggressive and scoring at will or, and doing what he had to, but I feel like this was not like a yoke game, like a, a true yoke game. Um, he's missing the floaters. Um, he's missing those you know signature shots that just put the team away. And also, the big thing was the missed free throw. He had an opportunity for him to make yeah. like the national news of like, hey, he had a 40-point game. In a win on a sweep, that's what it would have been if he knocks down that free throw, and that's the one spot that he lacks at. Um, just the clutch factor of just finishing them off. Um, you know, before that, you you actually said it, Adam, on the on the watch along of. This is the one spot that he, he struggles at, it's and true. then he went knocked. I mean, missed the free it. throw. Yeah, that's where it could have been. So I do think that this was a great game for him as far as he scored. He showed that like I am dominant. I can score when I want um, with will. But also, it was very awkward to see him miss so many chip shots. Yeah. Here's the thing about it, because to, to put even, even more of a point on it, last five possessions of regulation, Nuggets down 12. Jokic three, Jokic assist, Jokic assist, Jokic mid-range, Jokic free throw, one of two. Almost a perfect God close it, to the game, yeah. a perfect ending where you could be like, wow, 40 points and... Clutch, 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 clutch. One play wasn't clutch, and it was enough to doom him. How do you, what do you, how do you grade Jokic? I mean, I thought he was incredible in so many ways. Um, he hit five three-pointers. He single-handedly resurrected the Nuggets. He uh, was rebounding like an absolute monster. 
Uh, his defense wasn't great. Um, he wasn't as consistent as maybe we'd like to see and we've come to expect. But again, yes, the sh- most shocking thing of the night was the missed floaters in the in overtime, two in a row, and then a missed three-pointer. Um, oddly not clutch for <laughs> Nikola Jokic. Like just odd, very, very clutch and then oddly not clutch all wrapped up in the same like 10 minute span, but it's the only thing I'm not confident in. Yoke offensively free throws. Free throws. The, well, the, the clutch, the clutch free throws. We watched, we watched him miss clutch free throws against Greece. We watched, yep, like we've seen right. him miss I a forgot. lot of clutch free throws for whatever reason. It's the truly had the, one in that Portland game, that overtime yeah. Portland game back in the day. It's bizarre. Uh, but you know, overall, I mean, this was an A. This was an A performance from Jokic. It's just because he had the highs were so high that even it being brought down by some of the negativity that happened. It's just like brings him up to like an A and A minus for me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was an A minus. I mean, I'm not gonna blame him. Like he is. It's literally last on the list of people you blame. So we're talking about every player. Just looking at Jokic. I actually thought it's just crazy that he's minus 14 in this game, and I'm not going to put all of that on his shoulders, of course, especially when he was doing almost all of it offensively. I just think they struggled defensively, you know, at times with him on the floor. I'm just going to say A minus. I just think there have been more games where I felt like he's dictated and controlled the whole game for four quarters. Um, Tonight, I felt like... Like I said at the at the beginning of the show, he dropped 40 because he had to because the teammates weren't doing what they needed to. But, like, the best version of, of Jokic, I think, just looks different. And and it has a lot to do with the pieces around him, not just him. But to me, I would say maybe A, A- minus or A, but definitely not an A+. Plus. I mean, they just, they just had too hard of a time with him on the floor, I think, wrestling control until the end. One thing I wonder about Jokic, in the regular season, he just does not play that hard of defense until the fourth quarter where he turns it up yep. usually. usually. Yep. But he doesn't play that hard. And, of course, no surprise, offense comes very easy to him. I think in today's NBA, it's so hard to be great at both. And tonight, his offense was clearly dominant, 43 points. But his defense was also the worst. And I just, yeah, maybe was that was bad. motivation, maybe it was this or that. But I, I think, do think there's something, too. It takes a lot out of you to be a two-way player for that much. And this is part of why you're so excited about Murray coming back is, you know, he gets to carry so much of the burden offensively so that Jokic doesn't have to. Tonight, the offense just didn't have that rhythm. Jokic was aggressive offensively. He was doing a lot. And it, maybe it cost the defense. So I, my feeling on this is that he because he picked up those fouls so early, yeah, it could be that. he went into prevention mode, like make sure he doesn't get another foul. That would have been devastating if he was playing you yeah. know, tough defense and picked up a third foul, then a fourth foul. Like... To, uh, so I think that that is what that uh, trickled down from. Yeah. Um, let's go over to Jamal Murray now. He goes tonight 19. Actually, first of all, Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I guess we did. Nikola Jokic draft King Sports was king of the game. We debated about it, but I think it's a no-brainer. Look at that stat line. 43-11-6. Even though he was a game worse, minus 14, by kind of a decent margin. Only next closest was Porter at minus 8. Um, but it is what it is. He was still dominant. Yeah, I mean, it's like at Come worst an A minus, probably an A. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Murray tonight, though, goes for 19 points, seven rebounds, five assists, just three turnovers, eight of 21. Didn't necessarily have his shot going tonight. Two of seven from three. I'll let you start on this one. I just, I think it was like a C minus. Yeah. I just, it was his. I did the rhythm. He, there was never much of a rhythm to this game early, but. Murray, I just thought, was all out of sorts. thought he dribbled too much. thought he moved a little too slowly. I just thought the ball stuck with him a little too much. 
Um, and I think it cost them some some Denver possessions in the half court. It's there was some early shot making, which was nice. I don't think it's a complete and total F, you know, but as the point guard, I know Jokic is, is this electric and all-time playmaker, but as the point guard, a lot of that, the the rhythm of your half-court offense is up to you, and the ball is in Murray's hands a lot, and I just thought he was too slow with it. The ball stuck, and I just didn't think he was very decisive in his decision-making. C-minus probably for me. Dude, it's tough out here. Ass lover in the chat gave him a D-plus. <laughs> well, he said C-minus, so it's yeah, actually I mean, not, it's not that, that different. Yeah, <laughs> I don't... No, I just, I mean, D-plus might be right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to say ass level. Yeah, he just really did. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Murray was tired again. Legs, all the old legs, the old bugaboo with Jamal Murray. It's frustrating. Jamal Murray, supremely talented, dribbled the air out of the basketball, had he a hard really time did. getting around his defender, had a hard time getting the uh, offense set up. There were a lot of de- uh, possessions that end up just being like sort of scramble weird shots uh, because either he would have to throw a grenade to somebody or just take some weird deep three, which uh, he hit a couple of them. Um, he's talented enough, but it 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 really did. Like you mentioned, Nikhil Alexander Walker was bothering him a lot. He, he's a good uh, defender, man. He was a good defender, but uh, Jamal is just like it is. It is seems insane to criticize somebody that just is literally running up and down the court for 40 minutes for being tired but you know you don't necessarily see that out of everybody in the court like um and he mentioned it himself you know like his his fitness maybe is not where he necessarily wants it to be um he promised us a new body which uh, i'm looking forward to um but so not a great night for Jamal Murray, not a horrific night, but I would probably, you know, I'd probably be in the B minus C, C range, C plus. Yeah, Volt's, uh his takeaway for the game was um, the fact that the Nuggets offense did not look like yeah. Nuggets offense. It was Jamal Murray. He is the <laughs> reason that it did not look like Nuggets offense. Um, not a, only I'm was he spent, on but the the rhythm wasn't there, the – the, you know, rotating the ball and making sure everything got involved. And, and then also a lot of just like hero ball type of shots um, from him. He missed a lot of, you know, turnarounds and, and four shots um, where there could have been shots for other guys. Like, especially when you saw Michael Porter Jr. start to get it going. That's a time that, you know, Jamal could have gave up the ball. Or um, when the offense seemed to like just get stuck with, you know, Jokic trying to find guys. I mean, it felt like he wanted Jamal to get going and, and he didn't. Um but yeah, that that was the big reason. That's a huge reason of why the Nuggets lost in this game was the play of Jamal. Um, you don't go eight of twenty-one um, in a game and just continue to shoot, not getting anyone else um, going at all. Um, and then also the defense was not there a- as well. So he was just extremely tired and fatigued, and it goes to like not taking care of your body right now or um, not being you know in the the groove that you should be. So I feel like it was a bad game for him. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought this was a really... I'm with Ass Lover. I thought this was a really bad game. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know dude. Ass Lover, so much in common. I would say one of the same. <laughs> At least two things. Both love the Nuggets. <laughs> and I, used to, wait, just, I thought Murray was bad tonight. And, and, you know? wait, wait, and Ass Lover, presumably a bird person? Yeah, you know, and I think he's a bird. <laughs> out there, so no. no, I thought this was a really bad game for Murray. And I think, again... When you're the point guard and a scorer, it's tough. It's like Yoke. He's the facilitator and the scorer. Murray's the facilitator and the scorer. And Murray wasn't necessarily the scorer tonight, which is okay. You got Nikhil Alexander-Walker on you. They're doing so much. The facilitator part to me, in, in my opinion, for him, 
was getting the ball out of his hands. Like that was it is just get the ball moving, get it moving. And I just we were doing the watch along and there were so many times in this game where you're watching it and you're like, there's eight seconds on the shot clock and the Nuggets haven't even started anything yet. You like, like something just in the chat? got it across the, chat, the line. Chat's killing me. <laughs> ass lover spitting. I think we're I think all, we're all with I ass think lover. we're all with ass lover. That's the one. That's the one. But no, I mean this is the thing is is for Murray, like Yoke has to create he can't have he either has to be a scorer or a creator and at his best he's both of those things in every game. Nobody bothers Jokic the way good defenders some some good defenders can bother Murray at least in times. Murray overcomes it a lot as well. But with Murray, if he's not a scorer and he's not a facilitator, he can still be just get the ball out of your hands. Make make the ball move. Jokic can get two man game going with Michael Porter. He can get it going with other guys and I just thought so much tonight. We're watching the watch along. I'm screaming at Murray like there's eight seconds on the clock and yeah. nobody's touched the ball. You're at the you're at the logo. You haven't even barely cross half court. Then you dribble eight more times. So nothing's happened, and man. it's it's just so much. It was too much of that tonight. Just a little bit too much of it. So, to, and, and the thing I'll say is Murray does that even when he looks spry. But my fear with him is just how tired he looks. And I do think that you can play yourself. Maybe when you said I think it's good for the Nuggets, maybe so they don't get so much time off. I actually think it might be good just because their conditioning needs a little boost, and another game is going to help that more than all these days off. If they do win on Tuesday, they'll probably get Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday off and play Sunday, most likely. Yeah. That's a perfect it's amount a of rest. a lot of time still. But it's four days, which is perfect. That's not like so much that you're going to get rest, rust, but it's also not so much that you might lose your conditioning or what have you. So uh, anyway, a little disappointed, Murray. Michael Porter had a weird game tonight. Weird yeah. one. Didn't make any threes Dude, everyone until had the really, very end. Everyone had such a weird game tonight. I mean, 15 points, five rebounds, two assists, and I think in two blocks. I think Michael Porter is, um, he's often like a, a barometer for how well, if the Nuggets offense isn't the ball isn't yes. moving, he's not a factor, a huge factor. And I feel like he was a casualty a lot of tonight's game, Dev. I mean, the worst part about that is those two threes came at the very, very, very end of the, the game. The biggest moment. Yeah, like, because if, if then, it would have been really an atrocious game for him, like, really bad. Like, he's not – that was a game that I feel like he was not moving or, like, part of the offense at all. And then it was actually shocking when he finally did make the shots that they didn't find him more. Like, your guy finally is on, feed him. You know, run the offense through him. Make sure that he gets a few touches because he's a guy that – you could give him the ball and just move out the way. He's going to get a shot up. And he's, like, proven that he could be that guy. So for him not to get those shots, that was a, a bit shocking. I do think that he took a step back in the, on the defensive end um, than he was before. Um, you know, like, but I think everyone did in this game. I do think that this was, like, a tired game from the Nuggets, and we got to see that. But, um, like, I, I feel like this was, like, a lower game from MPJ. But you can't be upset about the effort that he had tonight. I feel like he should have got more touches. Yeah, he was weird game from him. Like very weird energy from MPJ tonight. Very, mm. Like missed, you know, he wasn't finishing. Um, he was largely invisible for most of the game. But like you said, then to step up and it's there's something so comforting about having a Michael Porter Jr. in your lineup where he has been completely invisible, completely ineffective, and then it, you're like, hey man, can you just hit two of the biggest shots of the night? He's like, okay. Fine. Yeah. I'll do it. Fine. No problem. But also at the same time, I just trust. Well, first of all, he is clutch. Another night where he comes in clutch, by the way. Yeah, Mike. The evidence of Mike MPJ as a clutch player just keeps it's true. adding I think up. he might just be clutch. I think he might just be clutch, <laughs> man. The awesome. evidence really points to it. But future Jerry West. At the same time, man, like this is the difference from MPJ where he is now and where I want him to be is 
and some of this is on Murray, some of this is on Malone, the team, or whatever, but you would love to have a second option. It's like, oh, they're going to overload on Murray. Nikhil's oh, really? going to do this. Now play the two-man game with Michael Porter, and they're just not quite... Tonight's an example of how they're not quite there yet. And I felt like in the last game they had it, though, so it's just kind of weird. I, yeah. I mean, some of it is on Porter. I thought Eric's kind of right that he looked a little... Like, his head wasn't in it from the jump. He took that really bad shot to start that he missed. Uh, but to me, a lot of it was that I thought he got kind of stagnant off ball. There were times where Jokic looked at him where you're like, cut for the DHO, do something. You know, yeah. he picked up his dribble. He needs a little help. And I thought Mike was just waiting. There was a lot of standing and waiting for Mike. Having said that, maybe some of it was because of the distinct lack of effort to get him involved for much of the game, particularly OT. I thought he should have touched the ball more in OT. But I thought there was a lot, a lot more standing and watching than in his best game so far. Defense, I'd say, is like a C. I'd probably give Mike a C in this game, maybe C plus, because the shots were clutch. You know, yeah, they did matter. They did send yeah. it to OT. I know, dude. That's they the crazy defense too. They really, very legitimately played good enough to win this game. They were one free throw away from this, from this all being over. But I will say, in games, in the last couple of games, there was like a ten. 20% thing to Mike where, okay, this isn't my best game. I'm going to go rip this rebound away from you. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go yeah, to the rim here. Exactly. I just thought there was 5 to 10% less of that in this game. I, and yeah, and, and it cost him a little bit. What do we think of the foul trouble in this series? Every single game, every, I mean, there's only been four, but in all four games, and it's not just the Nuggets, like the other side is in foul trouble too. And this game, when you talk about the clunkiness of it, that first half, there was Awful. no rhythm. It was stop, Awful. stop, timeout, timeout, timeout. All these stops, fouls, free throws. What, but it's been this way every game. What do you make of that, D-Line? <sighs> I don't know if there's been an emphasis that's been put on screen fouls by the NBA Re Referees Association. It is so strange to me. Like We were talking about it on the on the watch-along. Like I don't know how to explain to somebody what an, a foul in the NBA is. Like I really don't because at certain points, you watch Jokic just... It's somehow like the closer you are to the basket, the more you're allowed to just get punched. But if you're out past the three-point line and somebody uh, touches you in any way, it's a foul every time. Eek! And you're like, what, uh, what are we doing? Like, what is this? This... Um, I am disappointed by how ticky tacky it has been. They uh, they clearly are like not interested in, you know, that like let the boys play. Uh, let's get a good game out of this. Uh, I, I can't really understand it. Yeah, cat fouls out. I mean, they, truly, like everyone has been in foul trouble in every one of these games. It is super bizarre. I, I don't know what to make. My of theory it. on this is that the bigs get called differently than guards, and there's a lot of bigs in this in this yeah, series. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but also. Um, like, there's, like, signs to show how bad the refing really is in this. And you can see how frustrated Jokic really is every single time. And it's, it's kind of shocking that he's not going to the free throw line a lot more. This was a better game for him, but getting there. But he's spent a lot of times where he's, you know, actually screaming at the refs. Um, also, th it's not that um, they have the twin, you know, tower lineup because they took the same amount of shots at the rim. They took the same amount of threes. And also another thing that shows how bad the refing really is there's been a lot of overturn calls. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually There's right. a lot of that. When they, have a, right. when they have a moment of reflection, they're like, oh, man, what are we doing? This has to be like the record amount, like in any series, that they're just like, yeah, you know, we messed that one up. We messed up. I, I haven't seen this many overturn calls. Um, you guys want to so hear? They're, they're doing it wrong. Here's a crazy stat. In the playoffs so far, number one most fouls tied, Aaron Gordon, Rudy Gobert. Third, 
Jokic. Fourth, Bobby Portis. Fifth, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. Fourth of the top five I, I are think, in this series. I think the rest have done a horrendous job with this series. Horrendous. And I'm really not talking fairness. You know, I don't... No, it's, yeah, like, it's not... Yeah, Nuggets are up 3-1. I don't care. It, it's it's the rhythm of it. Or the, the lack of... the. This game was horrible. It's a playoff game. I just thought everything was so inconsistent. So inconsistent. Things that they let guys do in, in games XYZ, they couldn't do at certain stretches of this game. Uh, they would go stretches where they couldn't stop blowing the whistle, then they swallowed it for weird stretches. The latter I prefer, Dude. but the the utter lack inconsistency, and just they just destroyed the rhythm of this game. I know. I, I, the fairness aside, I just want to enjoy the playoff basketball game, and I thought they made it really hard. And to like do. we on here on this podcast are, if nothing else, are just. Full of integrity and ethics, wouldn't you say? Dude, we are so ethical. Let's take a break on the but other I'm side. But just quickly, like, we never complain about the rest. Like, we make sure that we never... I mean, it's just a thing. Like, no, uh, yeah, but that, I'm just we saying, We do like, try not to, yeah. We, like, we don't like when people whine about the ref, but, man, it has been so bad. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Again, I don't think it's unfair to the Nuggets either. I, I, right. Because no. it's both sides. This both is, sides I just yeah. read it off. It's all of it. And guess what it is? The bigs. This is, what, this is my theory about it. It's the way bigs are officiated versus how guards are. Aaron Gordon, Rudy Gobert, Nikola Jokic, Carl Anthony Towns. That's four of the top five. It's wild. When you get hurt, Backus and Shanker are here to help. The uh, Colorado's elite two-man game did not come through in Minnesota tonight. These guys, though, they always come through for you. They win for Colorado families. They've been winning for Colorado families who are seriously injured for more than 25 years. And the best part is they haven't been charging those Colorado families until they make sure they win them money. No fee until they win their, your case, and they do win cases. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients over the years. They've got locations all over Colorado, including neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. If the actual Bacchus and the actual Shanker are hard at work on another case, they still have the strength and power to win yours. There's more than 30 lawyers and 100 on staff. They help with all kinds of injury cases when you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Call them at 222-2222. One more time, that's the number two. (laughs) Call them, get a case, and it's free until they win you money. Bacchus and Shanker, they win, baby. Let's go. Let's go. And we got to talk about Fubo TV, working hard to get the Nuggets and the Avs back on your TV, which is uh, it's crazy how many minds and, and arms and how much effort that's taken just to get your favorite sports teams on your TV. But you got options now, like Fubo, 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies and news. Stream live from any device. Watch the most Colorado sports for the lowest price and start watching now, immediate la, with a seven day free trial. If you're thinking, wow, this trial is pretty dope. I want the whole thing. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. That's www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro using that link. What a treat. What a treat indeed. Ooh. And even more of a treat, the man with the wind in his hair. Oh. Ready to come back to Minnesota or to Colorado. Spent too much time in Minnesota. Let's bring him in. There he is. Harrison. Oh, oh, looks like he no. had a lot of cheese curds. Harrison, can I ask you something? Is the mic plugged What's up? in? Is the mic plugged in? Because if it's not, the we don't mic want to is plugged in. All right, the Go mic ahead. is absolutely plugged in. <laughs> okay. All righty. Uh, how yeah. was it out there today? Oh, it sucked. It really <laughs> sucked. Um, I just don't really want to talk about the Timberwolves anymore. Yeah, like, I Chelsea? just I don't really want to talk about this series anymore. I was, I was so, so ready, ready to move on to Phoenix, um, yeah. but 
I'm not going to be back in time for the show tomorrow, just FYI. Oh, my goodness. We let's, can move the show yeah, back. Yeah, let's not even do let's it. Yeah, we'll cancel wait the for show. you, Harrison. Just cancel let us know. The, cancel the company. Yeah. DMVR is over. Any notes before you get to the locker room? Just any notes from the arena or from the game that you think stood out? I mean, I was kind of like tweeting about it, but it seemed like everybody was ready for this series to end tonight, including like the Timberwolves players and parts of the first half and the fans. I don't think this was a sellout tonight. Like you could buy tickets to this game for $10, $15. There was a lot of empty seats in the upper level. It just seemed like everybody was ready for this series to end tonight. And it didn't. Um, well, shameful. And it was just a huge letdown. Huge letdown. Um, all right. Well, take us to the locker room. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get to what you know, like Michael Malone said in a second, but I did go in the locker room for a little after this one, and it was a very quiet locker room, I thought. like Guys weren't really talking. Guys were just kind of silent, silently getting dressed and um, getting on the bus. I, I just got the sense that they were pissed off that they let this one get away, and that's kind of what Nicole Jokic said and, and what Jamal Murray said. And I didn't feel like Michael Malone was like, furious at least publicly after this one he was pretty calm you know compared to how he is after some losses but he said you know in overtime it just came down to the fact that we didn't play any defense and that was kind of what he was harping on he didn't think it was the offense he thought it was the defense in overtime that wasn't up to par I mean, at the same time like if you told me you were going to get in kill alexander walker in the corners i'd be like oh hell yeah yeah, and not wide open either. One of them was. One of them was very well contested Conley's by Michael gonna Porter. Bank it in off the corner of the oh, glass. Bummer. But I mean, I'll have yeah. to go back and watch. I'm sure there's bad defense too. So yeah, he chalked up the defense, and then he said, "Like, look, one free throw here, one free throw there. The outcome could have been different." Um, he kind of hinted that there aren't major adjustments that they need to make. It just comes down to playing a little harder, executing a little better, focusing a little bit more and I'd probably agree with that. So I don't think like any big changes are coming for the Nuggets in game five, any like rotation changes or lineup changes or huge tweaks. Like there will be little stuff here and there, but I think the Nuggets will just kind of run it back you know, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, we talked to Jamal Murray and um, you know, there, there was some talk about how to free Jamal up better after this game. Um, and to go back to Malone for a second, he said, look, maybe to free Jamal up, we've got to look to, you know, set screens in the backcourt earlier, free him up that way, get the ball out of his hands earlier so he doesn't have to feel that pressure while dribbling that Nikhil Alexander-Walker has given him. Um, and so Jamal kind of agreed with that stuff. Uh, he said, look, I, I've seen that before. I'm going to see it again. Maybe we do have to set some screens earlier in the backcourt to, to kind of free me up a little more. Um, and, and then Jamal was just kind of talking about what went wrong in OT. He said they just made more shots than us. And then he also, you know, noted that look like Mike Conley banked in a three. Um, he didn't say this, but he was probably thinking about the Nikhil Alexander-Walker threes. Like, like you said, Adam, I don't think the Nuggets are like killing themselves for giving up those shots. But um, he just said, look, I think they just played better on their home court. We just got to be more disciplined on the defensive end and, and, we'll, back, uh, and we'll bounce back. Um, I saw this on Twitter, a lot of talk about not getting Michael Porter Jr. more involved in overtime. Um, Jamal was asked about that, and he said, 
Um, look, it's tough to get him the ball when they're face guarding him and his defenders aren't really looking at the play. Um, tough to find him in those situations. We got to find him more in transition. I'll, I'll have to go back and watch. I don't remember, but Jamal kind of chalked it up to just they were really closely guarding him. And um, yeah, that kind of encouraged them to stick to the two man game, it sounds like. Well, it's a little. Nah, whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. a comment right after a game. I'm not going to get yeah, too it's, worked up over yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah. nobody ever. Clay Thompson never gets face guarded. Like, come on. Whatever. Moving on. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Jamal was just talking about dropping this game with the potential to sweep. And he said, look, we were disappointed because we had an opportunity to do something that we've never done with this group. He said, since game two, they've wanted the sweep. They've wanted to close them out ever since they won game two and not have to go back to Denver. And he just called it a missed opportunity. Either way. But yes, he is right. Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, live, they do live here. <laughs> we'll never go back. <laughs> Damn it! And then we talked to Joker. Um, he was really down after this one. I thought um, he said, "Look, we had an opportunity. I missed a free throw in OT. I missed some easy ones as well, easy floaters." So uh, he put a lot of the blame on himself. But then he also said, "Look, we just need to do a better job collectively and individually." Um, on Anthony Edwards, he said, we have to do a better job of making someone else beat us. Uh, and then on his three pointers, Joker was firing from three tonight. He said, look, my shot was going in. So why not shoot it? I've, I've stayed confident in my three. Sometimes I make it, sometimes I miss. Um, and then, you know, the last thing he said was, look, we got to rebound better. They had 14 offensive rebounds and it sucks because we had a chance to close out the series and didn't. Oh, there you go. On a scale of one to ten, how would you grade your three days in Minneapolis? <laughs> um, I would give myself a uh, six plus. Oh, six plus. Good job. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you personally. I'm just saying how was the trip? Not like what kind of job did you do? You always do a great job. Was it a good trip oh, to Minnesota? My, my job? I'd give myself a ten. We're talking about my job. Um, no. I, I like Minneapolis, man, other than the fact that it's cold. But, I mean, I know it snowed in Denver, so I can't really complain that much. It's just like a harsh cold here. It's windy. Yeah. You feel it in your bones a little bit more. It's a different kind of cold. But It's the water. I love I love watching games in this arena. I told you guys about that on you know the last post-game show. It's just like a different kind of loud in here. Um, I like the arena. Great seats for the media. Um, had some good food while I was here. Oh. Uh, I had a nice French dip today. Oh. Oh. Restaurant right around wow. the corner. Recommended um, by Rudy? <laughs> no, I, I actually think it was a Jewish place, actually. Oh, a Jewish place. Well, there you go. Oh. What, yeah. what were you doing there? My man, look at him. All righty. Well, uh, yeah. you have any final <laughs> thoughts before we let you out of here? Um. I, I know the Nuggets didn't want to go back to Denver. I can't wait to get back to Denver. <laughs> we can't, can't wait, wait to have you, man, even if you are going to miss tomorrow's show. We well, won't well. start the show yeah. without you, man. We Bring won't. us some cheese. Dude, I don't, I don't land until like 3.30. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, Just we'll do a late show, ahead, bro. Do we'll, yeah. show. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Five o'clock show. See you tomorrow, man. We'll see you, we'll see you buddy. This is, he does raise an interesting point, though, which is Jokic now has two 40-point games in the playoffs. Remember, Murray has the record, Nuggets franchise record with five. Somebody had the bold take. Who was it that had the bold prediction that Jokic will pass him 
Did you guys see that? Uh-uh. Who was it? Somebody had the prediction that Jokic will pass uh, Murray this playoffs as the player with the most 40-point games. He had that last game. Oh, now that's Jokic right. has it. I think that was S3. I think it, was, it might have been S3. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> You're right. I don't remember who it was. But nonetheless, immediately he gets a 40-point game. But here's the bad news. Nuggets now 0-2 in 40-point playoff games. This Jokic. was my what I said at the start of the show, man. I don't know if that's a coincidence. And not, yeah. not that Jokic scoring 40 is Jokic playing poorly. It's right, that right, it's right, a right. symptom of the Nuggets playing, I would call, suboptimal offense. Their best offense does not look like that. That's how he won two MVPs, and we spent the two years going, I can't wait for this shit to be over. Yeah. It's there. It, this offense at its best is in egalitarian utopia, and tonight it was a lot of Jokic and then a lot of your turn, my turn, and the other guys were not up for their turns. So I don't know if that's a coincidence. Not that you can't win if he scores 40, but I think it's a sign that the offense isn't doing what you want it to do. Right. Yeah, it certainly doesn't seem like it's... Um a coincidence at all. It, everybody knows that Denver's offense is most dangerous when Jokic is setting the table, when he has the ball in his hands and he's making sure that everyone can be involved. This was a game that he did find, guys. Guys are not hitting shots. So then he has to try to will them to, uh, to victory in different ways. But also I think that that's what Minnesota wants, um, for him to be the guy. I think that's what every, you know, you'd want one guy to be the one. You don't want him to, to punish you in different ways. And Denver's best offense is when it's humming is when he's passing and scoring and everybody's knocking down shots. Right. Um, so yeah, hopefully they get back to like the, the triple double, you know, the 12 assists, um, you know, everyone hitting three pointers. Yo, ball arena is going to be dope on Tuesday. Yeah. Ball arena is going to be, I mean, this sucks right now, but honestly on Tuesday, I think we'll be like happy for, I mean, if they close it out in five, it's, it's almost worth it. You know, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I, everyone wanted to see the same thing tonight, and we know why, and don't have to back off. That. I just looked this up. First, don't ask me why. Gobert has the same number of blocks in the playoffs as Chris Paul. <laughs> Isn't yeah, that what? wild? Like, Yoke, I can remember the two times he's been blocked by him because they stick out like a sore thumb. But you think this guy blocks everything, and he has five blocks yeah. in four games. <laughs> wild, man. That's why she really came in this one. Yoke, so slippery. So slippery. All right, let's take a quick little mini break, and then on the other side, we'll put a bow on this one. We'll flush it down the toilet. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's fun to play golf with your boys. It's more fun to look dope and drink beer when you do it. You can do both with pins and aces. They're the official golf apparel partner of All City and DNVR. That's us. We love our pins and aces gear. We get tons of compliments, of course. I got my 420 pins and aces polo, which Michelle told me I can't wear in public. Probably going to wear it on this show at some point. (laughs) Wear it to church. Feels great. Looks great. I feel like I could wear it golfing. I could wear it working out. I could wear it on this show. You, I don't, can't work, wait. you don't work out, do you? I went for a run today. Did you really? It did not go Were well. you wearing a polo when it you did, were running? I was, yeah. <laughs> uh, covered in weed leaves. Everyone loves me in my neighborhood. And the run went terribly, but I looked dope. And uh, when I was done with the run, I immediately busted out their innovative product, the beer sleeve. Let's go! Which stores seven beers right inside my golf bag. Keeps drinks cold the entire I got round. the liquor stick. Yo. Uh, I got the liquor stick. Listen, we the, there is on officially a DNVR Pins and Aces collaboration. Oh no! Oh wow! That will be debuting at our very first golf uh, scramble of the year, which will be also put on by Pins and Aces. Pins and Aces is uh, becoming the official golf 
partner of all city. They're going to be more and more integrated into things that we do. So you can uh, uh, pay attention. And you can check out pinsandaces.com, Eric, and use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first yeah. order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. All right, Kale. Anybody super chat us today? One of them, oh, I'm, one of them I'm not reading. Ultimate homie checklist right now. Ultimate homie roster. Hook them 15. If that last three minutes in OT didn't happen, I was going to go to sleep disappointed. But that was so fun to watch. It Jokic was. is going to take that game personal. We may see a 60-burger Tuesday. They made tough shots. They I like tough this. shots. I like, you want to know something? He's right. I would have been so much like... Just like a yeah. less happy if it yeah. went for that end. That end really did save oh, the vibe totally, a lot. Man, totally. I'm only mildly sad now. Yeah, dude. Within re- I'm like rainy I'm, I'm day. deeply depressed within reason. Yeah, within reason. Remember uh, Polly Moore, 505. Remember early this season when you reported Jokic adding three to the warm-ups? Uh, he's been crushing it ever since. Neither Embiid or Giannis can shoot threes. Yeah, Embiid can shoot a three. I think Jokic <laughs> has been warming up with a three, though. His, I, I'm telling time. you, it's a thing where he, like, at the end of the year, he knows he's going to have to go to the three in the playoffs, and he starts getting it ready. He starts warming it up. I really do think it. William Mitchell, resident Warriors fan. I said it before. I'll say it again. Jokic is the true heir to Arvita Sabonis. Demontis is a fraud and needs to have some shame. Uh, <laughs> it would be really wild if Jokic was literally his heir. Yeah. It's possible. Well, I mean, I would say that Anthony Edwards is literally the heir to Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> just gives his house to Jokic. Yeah, he's Demontis like, I'm sorry. Like, you, you're my true son. He's like, I'm sorry, man. You don't have a bag. I'm just kidding. We love the Kings. Nico Perez. As painful as the end of the season was, it was the best thing to happen to our bench. I think we finally have a bench with an identity, boys. The identity is mostly starters. No, but he is right though. It's defense, then then get out and get into into transition. They're playing Aaron Gordon. That was actually the moments where I, I was most frustrated by Murray. I just thought he was so passive in those ones off. There was a couple possessions. I was just like, dude, what are you standing there for? Go get the ball. Joe Clem 15, valuable loss. Murray gets more prep for Drew Holiday. Do you mean because of Walker? I'm not sure. Drew Holiday in the finals? I guess he just means because Walker's a, a guy who's handing him tough matches. Technically, he said Jay Holiday, which could mean anything. Maybe is there Jewish a holiday? Yeah, is, is, there, is there a Jewish yeah. holiday coming? Well, well, we'll have to ask. The, the, is we'll have to ask Rosh Hashanah? Uh, is it pure? Purim? Big Purim. name K yeah, grievance. Purim. Our guys must move off the ball more. I agree with that tonight. I thought it was a big problem today. Too much ball watching during the Jokic Murray two man. We'd have more opportunities with movement. I agree with that. Today. Also, I also, I will have to say, like the two man game, not nearly as potent as it has been in the past. Yeah, I want to see that. I mean, in the past, everyone would just stand and watch, and including the defense, and no one had anything that they could do. I'm about telling you, Nikhil Alexander Walker. I, the thing is, is he should be terrible on offense, but he's making some shots. He had a great game he's today, a hell of a defender, he had a great man. Game today. I'm very impressed. That was a good game. His, he's honestly almost like a giant KCP. He just moves so well. He gets skinny on the screen. He's tough, and man. It, it, uh, listening to him talk at shoot around, I was kind of thinking of guys like Christian, those young guys who enter the league just so detail oriented. He's just an interesting guy. I think he's really about being a pro. And I'll say I'm very impressed with Anthony Edwards. Obviously, I mean that guy is like both really good, but also good in a way that's dope. Like he's yeah. kind of dope. Yeah, I would he's say. No, he's Anthony super dope. Edwards is, Edwards is yeah. super dope. Super and dope. I'm very impressed with Nikhil Alexander Walker. I am equally as unimpressed by Carl Anthony Towns so far in this series. This has <laughs> been a really, really bad series for Carl Anthony Towns. I already can't wait for the next game, fellas. Five, 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 five ish. A pile of poop with a face. Let's go, super sticker. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> Succinct. 
It was a super sticker. You know, not trying in the playoffs is a waste of my time, middle finger. Hey, what did we do, man? We, we tried. tried. We tried, tried We're hard trying today, so man. hard, dude. I could have tried harder. Actually, my my watch line performance could have been better. Yeah, you were, you were absent for most of it. I was. Michael Talley, <laughs> small play to remember the 24-second violation on AG's dunk. If that counts, Nuggets uh, probably win. There's a lot of those in this one. Still have confidence for Nuggets in five. So do I, man. I mean, so should have. I. I mean, we're talking about literally a one-point difference between winning and losing. Man, these shows are always, always just what I need, you know? Jimmy Del Camp. It is weird that Jokic's free throw percentage has been so bad this playoffs. That's usually not an issue. For it, it's actually true. So when I was doing the Jokic thing earlier, I was looking, I was like, he could have a 60-40-90 splits, but it was actually 60-40-60 or something because his foul shooting had been so bad. So he could actually, I think he'll probably be at 60-40 for the series. He might be at 60-50 now for the series. That's where the but then is. He'll be right at 50 again, 60-50-50, which is unfortunate. <laughs> the boy's dad. Great vibes on the bar tonight and great fun. Glad I brought the broom through. It made a fine crutch on the way back to the car. <laughs> oh, man. That uh, was a great idea, though, bringing, uh, bringing the, the broom. Here I, th- I would have thought, thought I mean, you could have helped sweep up the bar. I would have brought these brooms. We still had to clean the bar. You could have helped us out. This was, uh, you go ahead and hit that, that outro music. This one, I mean... If you can't handle losses like this, you're not built for the Get playoffs, out of the kitchen. man. Get out of the kitchen. Oh, yeah. if you can't handle the heat, you're not ready for the playoffs. It's 3-1, fellas. 3-1. I do think that yeah, there's an insurmountable league. I do think there is a world in which this could end up being better for the Nuggets. Like I said, Murray, I think the whole team needs a little bit better conditioning. They might have lost a little piece of that in that last month. Get another game. Come in front of your home fans. Give them a little bit more. And then best, most important of all, Dev, give us another show. Another show. That's all we need, right? That's all we need. You're another excited show. for that. I know you are. You're excited for another. One more I, super I, I chat. am excited. I am excited that Ball Arena, um, the, the the home fans will get to experience that. Yeah, yeah. this is the totally. first time finishing a team out at Ball Arena. Like, let's just go through with it. They are wearing the COVID whites, which is not exactly the best. But one last one from Joe Clem, just clarifying. Yes, he meant Walker is helping Murray prepare for Gary Payton two, Drew Holiday, etc. In the finals. Oh, all of the tough defenders. Yeah, I mean, yeah that you can face. face it. Uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm pretty impressed with his defense. All right, Nuggets fall. I do expect a monster performance in Game Five. Me I too. really do. I, mean, I expect and, and oh, Laking Ball. Did he just pop in <laughs> with a super chat? Oh, All yeah. right, well then there we go. But I do, per, I do expect like Denver to have a good performance in Game Five, a very good performance. Me too. Whereas if they would have won this one, there would have been a little bit of a like, ah, oh, they played like crap in one anyway. Not going to get away with that the next round. They didn't get away with it in this round. Maybe less than Yeah, hard. you simply can't get away with it. You just can't get away with it in any round in the playoffs. Laking ball, don't worry, my guys. My team couldn't sweep either, but we both can finish off the series at home with our beloved fans. How'd that feel? I, How'd that feel? That feel good? Was the, that comforting to know? And Bevo, how my Celtics do today, buddy? You have to return the favor. Uh... No, I don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. But if it but, makes you feel better, you just made $10. You know what? No, I really didn't. like this relationship we've got going on, Laking. Uh, I look forward to the finals. It's going to be fun. Everybody, thank you for hanging out with us. Pre-game show, watch along, post-game show. Those that rode with us the whole way through. Have, we, we have we been it. on air for the entire day? Seven yeah, days. I want to yeah, go to bed. Seven days. Yeah. Everybody hit that like button for us. We're going to be back live tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Oh, my God. I'll see you guys then. <laughs> Jesus. No, <we're> <laughs>